welcome to the Higher Ed Briefing, your dive into the world of education. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, we'll bring you curated stories from education in the UK and around the globe. Join me, Lewis McKinnon, as we explore the latest trends, insights and inspiring tales in the field of learning. With all that being said, let's move on to our first story. Now, I remember university life for the first time around, certainly, being pretty cheap because I'm slightly long in the tooth. After my loan dropped in my account, I was able to cover my programme fees, rent and most of my living expenses, which seems like a pipe dream to students in 2023. Our first story from The Guardian highlights that in some circumstances, students in higher education have 50p a week to live off after covering rent. Research conducted by the student accommodation charity Unipol and the Higher Education Policy Institute HEPI has unveiled the dire financial situation facing university students in England. The study found that after paying for accommodation, students are left with just 50 pence a week from their maintenance loans, which are intended to cover living costs in addition to tuition fees. The average annual student rent in England now stands at £7,566 while the average maintenance loan for the year is expected to be £7,590. This leaves students with a mere £24 per year to meet their living expenses. Victoria Tolmy Loverseed, Unipol's Assistant Chief Executive, said students facing difficulties were being forced to take desperate measures, including illegally doubling up in their rooms, taking on increasing amounts of paid work, or even avoiding university altogether. Tommy Loverseed said, failing to address the student housing crisis risks undermining decades of progress in widening participation in higher education. We risk excluding those from poorer backgrounds, forcing middle income students to take on unsustainable debts and damaging the student experience for all. Even for the poorest students entitled to the maximum maintenance loan, more than three quarters, 76%, of its consumed by rent, far exceeding the recommended 30% income allocation for housing costs. The report focused on 10 major regional university cities and found that students in Bristol pay the highest average annual rent outside London, reaching £9,200, up 9% in two years. Exeter follows closely at £8,559, a 16% increase while Glasgow experienced the most significant rent increase, rising over 20% to £7,548. Working class students are underrepresented in Bristol because it is so hard to live there without financial support from family. Something needs to change before students like me are priced out of the university in certain cities, said Natalia Gromek, a former student at Bristol University. While universities pledge support, They urge the government to address the issue, including increasing maintenance support in line with inflation and encouraging the supply of affordable student housing. Students are calling for rent controls and a revamped student funding system, advocating a return to a grants system. The Department for Education has allocated £276 million to support universities in assisting students facing financial challenges.
Personally, I'm a big fan of AR and have loved playing around with the Microsoft HoloLens once or twice. Whilst AR and VR are still finding their fit in a wide range of sectors, one thing is for certain, that it is here to stay for the foreseeable future. Our next story comes from Business Cloud, where the UK's largest metaverse design learning centre is set to launch in London in September through an innovative partnership between ARUVR, an extended reality training platform, and City University of London. This three-year collaboration, funded by the Office for Students, OFS, will offer technology and expertise to engineering, computer science, and applied mathematics students both at the undergraduate and postgraduate levels within the School of Science and Technology. The learning facility aims to simultaneously train up to 50 students, equipping them to become the next generation of ethical tech pioneers in the fields of augmented and virtual reality AR, VR, and its applications in engineering, computer science and applied mathematics. The move is in a response to industry demand as AR and VR skills and metaverse expertise are increasingly viewed as vital skill shortages. Frank Funari, CEO and founder at ARUVR, said we are delighted to announce our first university partnership and to support the foresight of City University of London in creating not just the UK's largest AR and VR ethical design learning centre, but also the most technically advanced. Additionally, ARUVR will provide support and insight for students as they research and design projects, as well as providing industry work placements to give them real-world expertise. The Interactive Ethical Learning Design Studio will serve as a practical hub for students to innovate and practice new industrial processes, driving social and economic value. This initiative will strengthen City University of London's specialised teaching and research capabilities in engineering, computer science and mathematics. Additionally, the facility will be accessible to students and researchers from the School of Health and Psychological Sciences and the School of Communication and Creativity. Professor Rajikumar Roy, Executive Dean of the School of Science and Technology, stated that the partnership with ARUVR will provide students with a scalable AR and VR rapid application building platform, fostering skills needed to meet industry demands. This collaboration extends beyond technology provision, offering ongoing expertise, real-world industry experience and practice to students. ARUVR will not only supply its AR and VR training platform, but also provide AR and VR hardware as a complete solution. Jointly funded, a place for a PhD student, offer consultancy to train the trainers, and provide practical work placements for students. Our final story from today continues with the technological theme of our previous summary. Since a good friend of mine and former colleague from the University of London moved to Denmark with his now wife, I've been fascinated by the innovative approaches taken by the education sector, including embracing artificial intelligence and machine learning rather than shunning it. Courtesy of Euronews, high schools in Denmark are taking a forward-thinking approach to the use of ChatGPT, a popular artificial intelligence chatbot in classrooms. Initially, educators worldwide grappled with concerns about students using ChatGPT for academic dishonesty. Meta Molgaard Pedersen, an English teacher at Horsens Gymnasium in central Denmark, 
observed students submitting assignments with the help of AI tools shortly after ChatGPT's launch. Instead of seeing it as a problem, Pedersen recognised the potential for ChatGPT to become a valuable learning tool if used responsibly. Pedersen emphasised the importance of shifting students' use of AI from a hindrance to a tool for learning. She stated, If we can change the way we use AI so that it becomes a tool for learning, then we would have won a lot, both in terms of giving the students a new tool for learning and in terms of the relationship with the students. Whether or not you like this and whether or not you think it's problematic, you have to realise that it is here. And if you drive it underground, then you stop all conversation about it. This shift in perspective has led a two-year project involving five Danish high schools, including Horsens Gymnasium, actively encouraging the use of ChatGPT in certain classes. Students have responded positively to the initiative, viewing ChatGPT as a valuable resource that enhances their learning experience. Fee Norskov, an 18-year-old student at Horsens Gymnasium, expressed, I think we're all thinking it's cheating by using it, but I think we're all kind of using it as a thing in class. Students used ChatGPT to analyse a short story, which not only demonstrated the technology's capabilities, but also highlighted its limitations. This approach represents a proactive effort to incorporate technology in the classroom, while promoting responsible usage and meaningful discussions with students. While some educators are exploring ways to chat GPT-proof test questions and assignments, others see the potential for open conversations and responsible AI use in education. It reflects the idea that AI is an integral part of today's educational landscape, and the key is to use it thoughtfully and engage students in understanding how to leverage it effectively. That's all from me today. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to The Higher Ed Briefing wherever you get your podcast fix to receive a new set of stories every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from the world of education. Links to all stories covered in today's briefing can be found in the episode description along with acknowledgements for the original authors and sources. Higher Ed Briefing is a Higher Ed Media production.